What is up, everybody? We are back for another episode after a crazy weekend of fights. Um, let's just get straight into it. We're gonna make this one a little faster. We have a lot of we have a good amount of fights to talk about because this week's card is also very good. Last week's card was crazy, obviously, and then we got the big fight with Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. So we'll just get we'll get to it. Nice and short and simple. My ear, my right ear has been clogged for like four days now, so it, it almost sounds like I'm covering my ear. It's gotten a little bit better. I've been doing all these remedies and stuff like that, but god damn is it annoying. But anyways, last week's card. We'll go over that real fast. Um, if you are a betting person and you decided to bet on my picks, which I'm sure nobody did. I had a couple of friends that did. You made money. One of my friends made 415 bucks off my picks because I aced the main card. I think the closest fight that almost made me lose the main card obviously was the Pieta fight, but we'll get into it. So we'll start with the main event, right? Right now. We got Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje. Um, I am not going to lie. I, I thought Justin was, Justin was obviously going to win. I thought there was going to be, you know, a finish. I didn't think they were going to go. I did not expect Justin to finish Dustin Poirier with a head kick. I, I did not see that happening, and, uh, you know, I'm not even going to lie. You know, Justin threw a head kick in the Tony Ferguson fight that landed. I remember watching, like, the the after fight, and he even he was like, did you guys see I landed a head kick? <laughs> so, like, he was even surprised with himself throwing that head kick in that fight, and it became, you know, a thing where he did it in this one. It was the same arena, I believe, where Usman got knocked out with a head kick. Um, and it was like the same exact thing. It was hidden behind a punch, just like how Leon Edwards did against Usman. So in the same building, you know, teammates of the person that it happened to. So it's pretty crazy that it happened that way. But man, um, crazy thing for me is I've seen a lot of people talking about, I mean, don't get me wrong, Dustin did have a good first round. He did. But no one's like giving credit, almost like as if, and I, wanna, I don't want to say no one, but I've seen some outlets where they were just like, and Dustin looked so good that first round, too. He, I'm like, dude, Justin, to me, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, Justin looks fucking good. And, yeah, he did get caught, right? But, I mean, he was smart. He just came right back into the pocket and was doing his, his thing, right? He wasn't, like, getting all crazy and stuff. I thought Justin looked so good, man, in that first round. And after that first round, I was like, Justin's winning this fight. I, I'm not going to lie. to like, he's going to knock him out this round. But I knew. I was like, dude, Justin looks so good right now. He's gonna win this fight. I, I I had a really good feeling after that after that first round. I was like, man, he just he looks so good. And the thing was is like Dustin before the fight was like, if he wants to be technical with me, he's gonna basically he's gonna lose. And you know because Dustin is one of the best strikers and most technical guys. And I just think that uh, obviously, I mean. He was kind of wrong in that sense because Justin looked good technically as well. And he was landing some good shots. And, you know, it sucked. these fights, I said in the last one, these fights suck for me because I'm such a big fan of both. And because uh, I don't want to see anybody lose. But, you know, I want to see Justin win. And my boy Justin Gaethje won. It was such a good fight. And shout out to Dustin taking it like a, the champ he is, right? Just going up to Justin like, damn, you got me, dude. And. You know, they were both super cool. They were, like, in the ring. They are like, let's not fight each other again. They are both hella cool. That was a fight for us, uh, for us fans that, you know, w was very, very fun, very nice. 
um, I'm very excited that they, you know, are keeping it cool with each other afterwards. And Justin just looks so damn good. I was super excited. Obviously, the next fight for him is the title. They're talking about, you know, Connor's trying to get in the mix. The only reason why I'm, oh, I guess I'm cool with it. Not that my fucking opinion matters on that, but it's because Justin will get money, a lot of money from it, right? And he gets money in every fight. He gets a he gets a bonus every single fight. This guy has made so much money fighting. But it's just like, dude, Connor don't deserve that. Connor doesn't deserve that fight. I know it gets money. It makes money for Justin. But Connor does not deserve that fight. And I know that in this sport, you know, you don't have a long life expectancy, you know, just from what the damage that's done on you in this in this fight game. But Connor don't deserve that fight. Because the thing is, is say Connor comes in, which I don't think would happen. I really don't. Obviously, Connor has knockout power, but he, he's not on these guys' level anymore. He can land. Trust me, he's good. And he's good that first round. But, man, I just don't think he's on the level anymore with these top anybody in the top five. Um, he just don't deserve that fight. But, you know, the sport is that is is the way in the sense of, it just takes one punch, and he could say he potentially knocks out Justin, and then everything that Justin's worked for to get back to his title is taken away. Connor gets a title fight immediately. He's losing to Islam. It doesn't matter if Islam, if Islam's there. I'm saying that as if I don't think Charles Oliveira is about to win that title, which I think he is. But um, yeah, man, it's I don't know. Awesome fight by Justin Gaethje. I don't want to ramble too much on that, but he is. I me personally, title fight next. Don't do this Connor bullshit. Because Connor don't even deserve it. Okay, we had the Jan Blakovich Payetta fight. I know it was a close fight. I know some people thought Jan won. I was very, I, I was happy with the Alex Payetta fight. Not only because I uh, win, because not because I just chose him, but I mean, if you look at it, Jan literally was just trying to take him down and hold him, just to like where you know let the round go, and that was it. And I'm very happy that you know in the second round, I believe Pieta won very clearly. You know, one in the striking department. And then the third round, most of the fight, I think four and a half minutes of the fight was standing up. And I thought Pierre won the stand-up exchanges. Yeah, he got taken down in the last 30 seconds. Okay, but so are you going to score the fight on the last 30 seconds? I mean, I know it's like you have to finish strong, but if they're going to score the fight off of grappling, right? Jan just took him down and just did nothing there. So it's like you can't score the whole fight on that. He did literally zero with the fight when four and a half minutes of the fight was striking and Pierre won that four and a half minutes. So you got to give that round to Pierre. I was happy they gave it to him. Um, it, we'll see how he does against the title. You know, I don't think there's really any grappling heavy guys at like heavyweight. I think Jan was kind of the last one. I mean, Ankalaev Uncle, obviously has an amazing wrestling background, but he don't ever use it, which is crazy to me. And, you know, I've, I've been a big Ankalaev fan. I used to say on, our, on my old show that he was going to be a champ, but he don't ever really use his grappling. If he uses grappling to his advantage because he's so much better than everybody, he would. He would run through all these people. I really think that, but he don't use it, and he's not. he hasn't used it time after time after time to where I think, you know, he really isn't. I think he's kind of stuck in that way, you know. So, um, Pieta versus Yuri, that's a fun fight. It's going to be a striking fight. Yuri's a big dude, but, I mean, obviously, um, Pieta is a striker, my guy. And he knew that Jan was going to come in here and take him down. That's exactly what it, he did to Izzy. Just took him down and held him there. So, yeah, I don't know. That'll be a fun fight. Derek Lewis, obviously, coming in with the freaking Jorge Masvidal flying knee. Uh, 
Shout out to Lewis, bro. I was so hyped. I wanted him to win. He needed a win. And he just he did it so dope. His post-conference, you know, his post-fight celebration was money. I mean, just shout out to my guy. You know, I people were asking what was next with him. Me personally, I honestly wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Derek Lewis retired. Not because I don't want to see him fight anymore. But the thing is, I'm such a Derek Lewis fan that, you know, he was on some a couple losses. He just won crazy fashion. You know, these top five heavyweight guys, man, they're all hard fights for him. And the thing with Derek Lewis is he always has that one-touch power. But, I mean, it's just like, man, you can't. That it's that's just having that is is too much of a a risk, and I would love to see my boy go out on top, just go out on a win on a knockout, you know, because we've seen it time and time again. These people they lose, and they keep coming back, and they keep trying to come back, and it just don't happen. And with that, we'll lead into the fight before that, which is Tony Ferguson Bobby Lee. Tony Ferguson is the prime example of this. He's you know, and I would love for it to see him do it, come out with a win. You know, get a win, go out on a win, but it's just his time. His time is done. It's done in the sense of he fell behind everybody, and we've seen right. He was fighting a lot of top guys, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Bobby Lee's not a top guy, but he isn't right now ranked right. He fought someone you know that wasn't in the top five, and got beat up like badly. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it sucks when you when you see a legend like this i mean it's crazy joe rogan said it this guy literally used to be the boogeyman and he's just now it's just you know you, you kind of get it. i feel like tony might be you know watch from just following tony for a long time he's always his own man he didn't have coaches uh, like i remember on one specific embedded like someone one of the uh the people that was giving him his uniform, like, oh, we have this. Here's for your coach. He's like, I don't have coaches. Those aren't my coaches. I was just like, God dang. Like, they're there to help you support. And, man, you just, you know, showing, being like that, I think, so close-minded that, you know, obviously what he did worked for him for a very long time. But, obviously, it's not working no more. I mean, it's very evident after that third loss. It's not working no more. And, you know, I don't know if he can get out of that way, which sucks, I mean, because he was entertaining. But, yeah. And then Kevin Holland, Michael Chiesa. Um, Chiesa is just off too long coming in and fighting someone that literally fights almost the most out of every UFC fighter. My guy, he's so active. It's coming down from weight class. He looked really good. You know, um, I just thought to me it was a little crazy. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's that was a good fight card. I mean, the rest of the fights are good. I don't really have too much to say on the Kevin Holland thing. Is that he just looked good, bro? Now he's talking about going back to 180. Nah, stay at 170. He's he's looking really good at 170, and he I think he can give a good round of money. You know, he's gonna have to go at 180 and fight these big dudes that are 80, 85. They're gonna have to wrestle him down. Stay at 70. These guys aren't as big as those guys. You'll have a better chance. I mean, you already know what people are gonna try and do to beat you. So his wrestling defense looked good. Against someone that's a good grappler. So stay at 70. I want to see him at 70. He might be able to actually make a run there. But yeah, so done with that card. It was an amazing fight card. Shout out to Justin Gaethje. This guy's, he, I believe he can be champ. I'm, I'm a huge, that, I see, that's what I hate. I hate when my, you know, some of my favorite fighters have to fight each other. Cause you know, uh, unless he fights Islam, Islam's not really one of my favorite fighters. So, you know, I'll be hella happy. But I want Charles to win that fight, and then that means Charles will have to fight Gaethje, and that sucks because I'm such big fans of both of them. So, 
yeah, but amazing fight card. Um, what's crazy is that they're giving us a fight night tomorrow. That is absolutely stacked. I mean, if you are not watching this fight card tomorrow, I don't know what you are doing, but this is one of those fight cards. So if you're a fight fan, bro, this is a fight card. They literally just built, I know it's it's not it's not at the apex or anything like that. So they made it to be crazy stacked. And it is, bro. And we'll get straight into it. You got Corey Sanhagen fighting Rob Font. It's at a catch weight because Rob Font is stepping in on short, short notice, which he's a G4 because this is not an easy fight. Corey Sanhagen looked good against Cheeto. Rob Font looked good against Giannis, right? And you got a knockout over Giannis. The thing with this fight, this is why I think Corey Sanhagen is going to win. Corey Sanhagen is just too good everywhere. He's too fast, okay? Rafan's already gotten a little older. Sanhagen's young. He's fast. I feel like he's in his prime right now. I know Rafan just beat a, a contender in Giannis, but Giannis is young, bro, and that was like the first time he hit that top top. You know, he's just excited. He just went too ham and got caught. Um, Corey Sanhagen, bro, he's beaten a lot of top people. Song Yadong. Chito Vera, I just, I, I just think, man, like Sanhagen's on another level right now. I think we're gonna see him fighting for the title soon. I think right now in everything, in boxing, in speed, um, I think Rob probably has the power, punching power over him. But like grappling, everything, Corey Sanhagen's just one step ahead than Rob. But shout out to Rob for taking this fight, giving us a banger fight, because this fight has all, all everything in. Everything in it to be a freaking banger of a fight. But I just think Corey Sanhagen's on a different level right now, and he's going to take this win. I don't see him finishing Rob. If he does, I think it's going to be overwhelming because of just a short notice. I think he might TKO. Uh, I think a TKO, not where he's like knocked him out or anything like that, but it's just going to be somewhere. It's just overwhelming, and he gets him, he gets him, you know, finished that way. But yeah. Then we got Tatiana Suarez versus Jessica Andrade. Tatiana Suarez is going to be your next champ. All, that's all I'm saying right now. Freaking, she was the woman version of, of, of Habib. That's what everybody was calling her. She is a freaking beast. She is a monster. She's going to be the champ. She, she will be the, the, the champion. Obviously, Jessica Andrade is that one fight in that woman division. I feel like you got to beat to get to that championship. And I'm happy she's getting this fight because Andrade has, you know, that power. She can land and she can finish it with a body shot, knockout, whatever. I just think Tatiana Suarez is just going to go in there and grapple her and beat her on the floor. That's that's what it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be a, a Habib version fight. Um, Tatiana Suarez will be your next champ. I, I'm, I, I feel confident in that, that she will be your next champ at strawweight. You know, it, her striking isn't the greatest, but she's been off for a while. So you never know. She might come back and she might have improved. Obviously, she's been away for a long time. So she probably is improved. Or she is improved. I mean, you can't not improve in that time. And I know she's training. So Tatiana Suarez, take that. You got Dustin Jacoby versus Kennedy in Zekudu. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Something like that. Obviously, that's not how you pronounce it. Somewhere like that. Um, this is a cool fight because Kennedy has knockout power. He's fucking big. He's 6'5". Uh, but Dustin Jacoby, I've been a fan of Dustin since he got back in the UFC, man. I really like him. He fought Khalil. I'm a huge Khalil fan. I'm sure you've seen it even on the Super Rare page. We were at the ADC event. I took a picture with him. That was a close-ass fight, though. That could have went either way. Um, he's good, man. 
His striking's really good. It just sucks because I feel like he never got he, – he was beating so much people, and they just wouldn't give him people that were ranked. They wouldn't do that. And I just – it was always so crazy to me, man. But I think uh, Dustin will take this fight. Uh, if he loses, he get he gets caught. But it, that's the only way. I feel like every other way he he's better than Kennedy, and I think he will win that fight. You got Diego Lopez versus Gavin Tucker. Diego is a guy that came in on short notice, I believe, on the Alexa Grasso when she fought for that uh, title. She came in, and he came in, and just looked like a monster, bro. I hope Diego Lopez is good. He's fighting Gavin Tucker, who's also very good. Uh, he's thirteen and two, I believe. Yeah, he lost to Danny Gay. That was the fight. He got knocked out, and it was in the first round. It was hella quick. That was over two years ago. So this is a long time coming back from Diego Lopez has been active. I hope Alexis or not. I hope Diego takes that fight. Um, Tanner Boses versus Aleska Kamor. Kamor. I believe Alexa. He trains with like Stepe and them. I'm pretty sure he's out of like with with that camp over there because Stepe used to be a big big on him. And you got Tanner Bozer. Both coming off losses. Tanner Bozer came down. He used to be heavyweight. He was good at heavyweight. I mean, it's just like he had the frame to go down to light heavyweight. So smart. I mean, you're fighting a little bit small, little bit smaller guys. He has a lot of experience on under his name. Um, yeah, damn, that is a hard fight. Uh, I'm going to have to go Tanner. I think the experience is going to be there for him. The experience, he's fought in a lot of tough guys, even at heavyweight. And he looked, he looked in shape. He looked good um, in his last fight. Um, I think he needs to trust his power more. I just think he don't. He's so bouncy, right? He's like pick and move, pick and move, pick and move. I think if he, he needs to start sitting down on his shots more because he has, he has good footwork and stuff. So use that footwork, but then sit down on your shots. It's always like he's always trying to move. And it's just like, obviously when that happens, you don't have as much power. And look, he is the favorite, so that makes sense. So yeah. And then you got Ignacio... Whatever, I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name versus Ludovic Klein. These guys are both really... This is a really good fight right here. It, this, starting off the main card, banger of a fight. These guys are both so good. Both good striking. Both good grappling. Ignacio, that spinning back kick against uh, Roosevelt Roberts. Um, amazing fight. I think this is your fight of the night. Um, I think it's going to be a decision, honestly. I think... It's going to be a war, and I think it's going to go decision. So be on the lookout for that fight. Other than that, guys, this whole fight card is insane. Billy Quarantino, Damon Jackson, that's a good fight. Kyler Phillips, Rioni Barcelos, that's an amazing fight. Kyler Phillips is good as shit. Good, 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 good. Really, really good. I'm telling you right now, he's going to be in the top in Manaway. He's out of Arizona as well, too. He's going to be in, he's going to be in the top mix. Jeremiah Wells versus Carlton Harris, that's a really good fight. Sean Woodson, the really tall Really long, good boxer in featherweight. He's like the tallest featherweight, too. Um, Cody Durden versus Jake Hadley. Cody Durden's the one that got that made that race, all those racist comments that one time. So I hope he went, I hope he loses. I'm not a big fan of Jake Hadley either, but I hope Jake Hadley wins that fight. And then Oday Osborne, he's a cool dude. Um, we met him for like a quick second at the, at the PI. But yeah, that fight card is really, really good, man. Uh, I'm excited for it. We two, I mean, and the next week is the big pay-per-view with Sean O'Malley and all them. So, I mean, we just have fights galore. But the big fight that everybody wants to talk about is Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul. This is why Nate Diaz is going to beat Jake Paul. 
Nate Diaz is relentless, obviously. He has a chin on him. We seem to get hit by some of the biggest dudes and take it, eat it, right? I think he's been finished like once by TKO. Um, and his boxing is good. Here's the thing with him. His boxing don't look good. I will say that, right? It's it don't uh, not that it don't look good. It don't look pretty for people. But that doesn't mean he's not good at it. I think that's what people are getting misconstrued, right? They see it and, you know, they say, oh, he's like a good boxer in, in uh, MMA. No, he's a good boxer. I mean, it doesn't look pretty, but it's good. He's very long. He throws a lot of volume. And like I've said before, those guys that don't throw, they don't look pretty, right? It's unorthodox. Those are the motherfuckers that piece you up the most because you're not expecting it. And I know Jake Paul, I here's the thing. I know it's like we we have to be not we have to be against right, but a lot of us, you know, guys that have been in the fight game for a long time, you know, they're against you know the whole YouTube and stuff like that. I'm not particularly against it. I'm starting to see it transform. A lot of people are starting to train, and that's cool to me because I've been a part of the sport in, for a long time. Not even a part of it, but also just into the sport for a long time. It started with boxing when I was very little. I found MMA, UFC. Uh, particularly UFC, when I was when I was like 11 years old on Spike TV during summer, you know, it just because I was up to able to stay up late and I was going to the channel, Spike TV came on, instant, instant fan, changed me over from boxing to MMA, whatever. But it's cool that this is getting more people in, so I'm not against it. Obviously, the shit talk's annoying for me. I, if I'm not a fan of Connor. Uh, because of all the shit talk, I mean, how the hell am I going to be a fan of Jake Paul? Especially when Jake Paul's done nothing. I mean, he's literally done nothing. He fought one actual boxer now whose record wasn't even that good and lost. So, you know, here's the thing. The, the thing with Jake is he needs to get a win. So he went out and tried to pick an MMA fighter that is a little older. And, you know, we said, I, I was confident that Anderson was going to win this fight and win that fight. But that was even me being ignorant into the, into the fact that, you know, I just, you know, I'm not a fan of Jake Paul. And, you know, but realistically, Anderson Silva is a freaking counterfighter. He only counters. And this is boxing. And a lot of his counters, he would use kicks to set stuff up, you know, teeps, all that stuff. Couldn't do that when he was boxing Jake. So, he was already, that was a disadvantage there because like, you know, obviously Anderson's good, but you know, he's fighting a young kid that was, you know, has power and stuff like that. So I know it's the same with Nate. Nate never really, uh, Nate has a tendency in some of his fights to just try and counter, do his thing, point his finger, you know, all that type of stuff. But um, they're in a smaller spot. It's not an octagon, right? It's a boxing ring. I think once Nate gets hit a couple times, uh, I think we're going to start seeing him turn it on. And he's very long. I think he's deceivingly long to people. He's able to fight at a heavier weight. I think he's going to have more power. Um, and I think is I think what he's going to do is he's going to use his length. He's going to use his long jab. He'll fight Southpaw. It'll be a little different for him. He's going to use his long jab. He hides his cross really good behind his jab. And I think he's going to start tagging Jake a couple times. I don't know if he finishes Jake per se, but I do think we're going to see Jake lose another decision. I think once Jake starts getting tired, you know, obviously he looks good for how long he's been doing it. You can't shit on him for that. He has been grinding. He has been working. But I feel like every time we see him get tired, obviously everything goes away. 
right? Your fundamentals start to get a little bit more loose. Everything starts to fade when you get tired. And I think because Jake is technically still a beginner in this boxing game, he gets tired and we see like, oh, he's a beginner. You know what I'm saying? He is. He still is. Compared to these, if he wants to go fight boxer boxers, he's a fucking beginner in the sport. And that's why he doesn't fight those guys. That's why he don't fight those boxers. That's why he fought Fury because Fury is still kind of in that realm in the sense, right? His, his pro career, you hadn't really fought anybody. And he's fighting people that were like one in 100 or whatever the fuck that crazy number was, you know? So, but you still saw in that fight, once they started getting tired, he didn't look that good. And I just think once you get tired against Nate, I mean, there's no going back. You're in, you're in water with a shark. And I think, you know, Nate's that shark that's been attacked by sharks, has all those scars all over him and all that shit like that. And he survived it and he comes back and he, and he eats, you know what I'm saying? So I think Nate's going to win that fight. I think, uh, he'll do it kind of convincingly. Uh, I think... The first couple rounds, it might take him because he does like to chill. He likes to do his like talking and showboating and shit. But after, you know, he he will get hit a couple times. You know, we'll see how he can take a Jake Paul hit. I, I feel confident that he will. You know, I think he'll take the hit fine. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for the fight. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I think if you're still against this whole like YouTube boxing la da, I don't think you should be. I'd be obviously I'm with. I, I don't really mess with the shit talk already. And then when it comes from a guy who hasn't done anything really in the sport, he's done, I feel like he's done stuff for the sport, but in the sport, like fighting wise, I mean, he hasn't done anything, right? So for me, it's like, you talk all this shit, you talk crazy. I know it's the sell stuff, but it just looks cringe, right? Like we seeing it, like, bro, like, bro, no one really thinks you, you know, no one, you know, he's trying to act so hard. And it's like, bro, like, yeah, you fight. A lot of us don't, right? I, I'll fight. I did one little smoker. Cool. Like, but still, it's like you do that. And to people that do fight, people that have done this shit, people that have been about this life for a minute, like they look at it. And it's fucking, it's just not, it's not even noise. It's just cringe. That's why it pisses people off. You're like, bro, that shit's cringy, dog. Like, relax. Like, you're trying a little too hard, bro. Just talk shit. But he's doing, like, all this. Like, he's trying so hard to be, like, gangster kind of. And you're just like, bro. There's people that are about that life. And it's just like, that shit looks fucking corny, honestly. But I still do think that he's helping the sport. For boxing, at least. Not MMA, obviously. No one gives a shit about him in MMA. But in boxing, he's bringing, he's bringing kids to go train. You know, kids are going to start training because he's there. So that's, a, that's all good, you know? in that sense for the sport of boxing but in the sport of boxing he hasn't really done shit yet keeps fighting mma fighters too you know what i'm saying if he beats nate kudos to him but it's just like you still aren't going to get that respect because you're not fighting boxers you're fighting like someone in mma that was good at boxing and i do think nate is different because he he's heavy boxing even his stance in mma is heavy boxing but still uh you know not that I think he's gonna win, but still, if you win, it sucks because you're not gonna, you're still not gonna get respect from a lot of people because it's like, bro, you're still fighting MMA fighters that are older, that have retired. He, Nate, kind of retired, right? Go fight some young boxers, bro. You're training with all these people. Why don't you just fight young boxers? That's the question for everybody. Why don't you just go do it and shut everybody up? You don't even need to fight big names. Who cares, bro? If you're really about the sport, 
you shouldn't be about the money, right? You have so much money. So then go be about the sport and go fight these boxers. That's all I'm going to say about this situation. If you're really about the sport, we know you don't need money. We know you got money. Go fight no-name boxers. Build up your resume. Fight young guys in boxing world. You train with good people. You claim that you know you know, you don't have yes men. So go fight. Prove to everybody so everybody can shut up. Like I said, you're doing stuff for the sport. Do shit in the sport. It'll be cool. But anyways, we got amazing fights this weekend. Please make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Tell me who you guys gonna who you think's gonna win. If you think I'm wrong, if you think I'm right. Um, and subscribe, bro. But yeah, thank you for guys for the support. We'll see you next week.